and I'm like, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> you know, I think my track record is pretty good. You like, is this? But I feel like you know, the one time I missed it, she'd be like, "Oh, you should have did this. You should have. I told you to put it out the night before." But I'm, it just <laughs> makes sense in my mind. <laughs> God, you making me better, you making me better And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever God, you making me better, you making me better And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever God, What's up everybody, this is Marriage at Golgotha Where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage I'm Felicia and I am of course here with my loving husband My boot thing as always, my sexual chocolate oh gosh dread headed got a little quarantine mustache no 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 uh beard going you look so good though i'm telling y'all he's got this like rasta look but you still look good you still look like you know you still look like wayne number one my mustache is trash okay i look i have like this caterpillar on my lip literally it is horrible and I don't have a beard, so I, I would like to grow a beard. The problem is I don't have like. You okay, know, so the, you don't need to tell all that, but you look good, baby. No, no, I like no, no. it. If you can express yourself, I'm gonna express myself. <laughs> so I got this okay, okay. beard here, where there's like patches on my face and nothing's connecting. It's not a good look. I appreciate you trying to make me but feel you, better, you're but still it's not sexy a good look. though to me. I mean, I like it. I mean, you look a little rough. You try to patronize me in front of everybody. I appreciate it. I'm just saying. I'm just giving everybody like a visual because they can't see us. So, you know, you you look. I just wish you guys could see like, you know, his dreads always look so nice. And he goes and gets his hair redone on a routine basis like he he's about his appointments but since of course we've been you know quarantine he's not looking good i still love you though you still look good to me yeah but you look a little you know jamaican man (laughs) so anyway i hope everybody is doing okay we've just been chilling today um relaxing and just kind of you know hanging out and enjoying each other and so you know what? I'm going to tell this funny story. So I was, you know, sometimes I like to go back and listen to a little bit of old school. Oh you know, once gosh. a month, every now and then. Why so, like um, I'm just saying. So <laughs> Wayne grew up in the church. Like, you know, church, church, church. But I did too a little, but not as quite as much as he did. Nah, I so I was exposed. I put it like this. I was exposed to a lot of, you know, hip hop, right. R&B. Right, right. Um, you know, music and he, of course, you know, was not. So sometimes I, you know, he hear a song or something or we'll watch a movie and I'm like, yeah, you remember that? And he's like, no, I don't remember that. But anywho, so I was playing this song today and he was judging me, but I'm like, everybody knows this. I was kidding. You know, this jam. So I'm going to play it so y'all can kind of like hear this, (laughs) what I was jamming to the day. Sometimes I like do a little shimmy shimmy for him, you know. Oh my God. So (laughs) I was like. Eric. A lot of people probably remember that. I'm just saying. So anyway, but okay, so we're moving on. I, I was just, just playing with you. You know, but he does a lot of times. He's like, oh, babe, I don't I don't know what yeah. that is. And yeah. you know, or he'll tell me, you know what? I knew you wouldn't save. Yeah, you I knew you, you wouldn't save, you know, listen to that. But anywho, music, you know. whatever. 
even though the Bible doesn't make any kind of distinction between that. But hey, okay, know. exactly. So anywho, but yeah. anyway, people, so sometimes people, we like to have people fun. change, people evolve. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm learning. Thank God. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thanks again. Okay, so for real, this is Mary Jack Elgatha, and this is episode 33. Yes, uh, we're super excited just to have a really hot topic to discuss. Hot, okay, yeah, we'll go with that. Well, I mean, it kinda, I think it, it's it, kind of hot, you know, when I mean like hot, like debatable hot, gotcha. Know, that's okay. what I mean, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, that's true, yeah, it, it can definitely call for some debate. Yeah, so today we are talking about um, something that happens often, uh, not just in marriage, but in different relationships if you're dating. Mm -hmm. Um, Just some things to be aware of if you are interested in dating or engaged to be married. Kind of want to put this plug out there about the blame game. Yeah. Um, How we often like to uh, play the blame game. Yeah. So... um, I think, of course, we, you know, see this often in marriage. We see it in our marriage, yeah, you're smi- you say? Yeah, you're smiling a lot. So feel free to give the example that's burning on your heart, apparently. No, I'm, I'm going to get into that, trust me. <laughs> but we're talking about the idea of constantly blaming the other person um, in your marriage or relationship. And how unhealthy and, it is. Yeah, how it's unhealthy and yeah. it damages you know you and that other and that person you and your spouse so um let's dig deep into this thing and so we did take a poll we kind of got some um ideas you know from from other people their Mm -hmm. thoughts about the whole thing blaming the other person yeah yeah got some interesting answers (laughs) shout out to everybody that that did uh respond i put out um kind of a poll on facebook shout out to people that responded to the page by the way if you are not following us on facebook or on instagram listen to the end of the episode you'll get information about that but yes so since we've been in quarantine we probably see this first one happening a lot um i was reading the other day about the domestic violence uh, rate and how it's gone up yeah. <laughs> since Ugh. the pandemic has kicked off Ugh. but uh, this is a, a big one not doing enough around the house not handling your business your chores or your responsibilities so to speak um, what you think about that babe not doing what I think is I don't like the way you're smiling what I'm smiling because I'm just happy to be here uh huh yeah no I'm talking to you so Fee is probably the more I'm not not gonna say that she's the more cleanly one I feel like we're both you know neither one of us are like you know junky junky per se I think she has a lot more stuff than I have which is why it kind of manifests okay whatever see I'm playing the blame game see exactly but that's no, exactly at, what you as far as as far as prioritizing cleaning though she's much more prone to prioritize it emphasize it and you know make a fuss about it me I'm more laid back so and I, I there, there are definitely areas that I can improve but she reminds me of often that you know hey this needs to be done this needs to be done I feel like I'm getting a little better but I, I got some work to do. So. Yeah. So blaming your spouse um, for not doing his or her share, because this is going to yeah. go both ways it can, it can. of responsibilities um, within the household. 
is really something that I can cause some friction it can. in a marriage because that other person feels like the weight maybe is all on them. Being that, okay, I'm bearing the majority of the responsibilities within the household. So it, it can really become a burden for that person and it can cause a lot of friction in your relationship. But I think it's important to talk about it and yeah, let that person is. know, hey... You know, you're not carrying your um, fair share. Fair share, but mm-hmm. I think it's also important um, before it gets to this point to decide, like, okay, what is going to be, you know, who's going to be responsible for what, mm-hmm. you know. So before you kind of get to that point of, you know, taking on, you know, because I think you probably have like a doer. Yeah, you know, um, you are that you <laughs> in are a relationship, that. and then you have the person who's kind of like, okay, I n- might know these things need to be done, right. but right. not necessarily Just not like right taking yeah. on the responsibility to do it. And oftentimes, the doer mm-hmm. ends up always doing the majority of that, right? Of the of the workload, yeah. So that's important. Yeah. But yeah, that's that was one of the the hot ones, not doing enough around the house. And stereotypically, you know, a lot of times that gets put on men. Um, I'm not saying that's always the case. I mean, there are probably plenty of men out there who are OCD, obsessed with, you know, cleanliness and that kind of thing. But it, I, I do see it like that's kind of the, the running joke, you know. Oh, the wife or the woman just does so much around the house. and But I mean, a lot of that honestly can just be put on like personality types or personality differences really it's not it's not exclusively a gender thing but yeah but this is a big one that's a, the next one that, is a pretty big one yeah it is a big one not listening that hmm. is a huge one it's the difference um between hearing someone and actually listening to them because when mm. you're listening you're listening attentively and you're listening to hear their emotions to really hear where they're speaking from if they're speaking from the heart if they're speaking from like a wounded place Mm -hmm. you know so it's important to not just say oh yeah i heard you i heard what you said because i think often what happens is we'll hear someone and we're just like okay i heard you now i'm gonna say what i gotta say yeah you know we're we're listening yeah (laughs) waiting for our turn yeah waiting for your turn Mm -hmm. to respond but you really haven't heard them is because listening is what's going to help bring that effective communication. It's yeah. going to bring that understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know we've experienced this before in our own marriage. Yeah, we, do, we have. Um, yeah. Often. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, you know, I um, have cut you off a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, this is what I'm saying because I feel like I'm right. at that time it's Mm -hmm. like but i'm learning to actually let you speak because i think i'm the most vocal vocal yeah um of course in our marriage so you know you kind of you 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 tend to listen Mm -hmm. um more so than i do yeah you don't always get it right but you know you do good sometimes Mm -hmm. so it's it's important just to make sure that you're listening so that you can come to a resolution agreement not just okay i heard what you said but this is the way it's gonna be yeah that that's important so sometimes we blame (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh our our spouse for okay you heard what i said but you're not really listening 
to what I'm saying. Well, yeah, a lot of times, um, and I've made this mistake with you, a lot of times, um, even though I might do a great job listening, there are some times where I just need to listen and that's it. I don't need to actually come up with a resolution. You may just need for me to listen and sympathize with how you're feeling. Yeah. And, and vice versa. So, um, and also too, like listening, not just for what you're saying, but listening for what you're not saying too. Oh yeah. I think it's critical because like you said, you know, uh, emotions, depending on the person that you are, emotions and how you're really feeling, they don't always get expressed with words. I know for me, um, I'm not as vocal or as outspoken as as you are. So a lot of times, you know, you talk with the intent of expressing your emotions right then Mm -hmm. off the top of your head. Me, I kind of take more time to like process it. And so a lot of my emotions get internalized. So when I don't say a whole lot, even when I do speak up, I'm still not expressing everything I'm feeling. Yeah. And if I'm not careful, I can hold on to it and it'll come out later Mm -hmm. in a way that's not as pleasant. Yeah. You know, not saying that I'm like a maniac, but. Yeah, you can get gangster sometimes. Okay. Let's just be honest. But. Whatever. Anywho. (laughs) So the next one is blaming your spouse for not standing up for for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Or someone's, you know, being blamed for not standing up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, this one, I think I see this happen a lot. Yeah. Um, I've seen it happen a lot in, in families. Um, again, just to be transparent, I've seen it happen. Of course, we've experienced this in oh, yeah. our own marriage. And yeah. me feeling like, okay, you did not stand up for me. Right. Pretty much all of these um, have, <laughs> we've seen it on marriage. So. Yeah, so it's important when I think about this one I think about making your spouse feel secure Mm -hmm. and safe and protected and I know that as women we really look for that from our husbands Mm -hmm. because I want to feel I want to feel protected I want to feel safe that's part of the reason why I married you you know uh, (laughs) that was something that I really yes really you know that I could obtain for myself I wouldn't really you know need you but you know I think that's important to realize that and now sometimes (laughs) we're looking for someone to stand up for us when we're wrong and you can always expect that Mm -hmm. you know so this could probably go both ways I, I really could see this going both ways it is important um, to stand up, to speak out for your for your spouse, or get to the root of why is it that you feel like I'm not, you know, standing up for you, mm-hmm. or this is why I'm not standing up because I believe that you may be wrong in this situation. I was I was just about to point that out. Like standing up for someone sometimes means standing up to them, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and saying, hey, you know, as much as you want me to have your back on this, I, I feel like feel like you know you're you have the wrong idea or you're going in the wrong direction and i mean do it in a way that you know you're not just pointing fingers and making them feel small but i mean there are times honestly where i I want my wife to check me like you know i want her to say you know what wayne this this isn't a good look a good feel this idea or this 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 thought pattern this this mentality that you have is is not good i don't think it's healthy for you and I'm not going to back you up on this. And that doesn't mean that they don't love you. If anything, it means they actually do love you. 
if they're willing to point out things that you know might take you down a wrong path or something so. yeah yeah so i think it's important that the person who's doing the blaming check themselves mm-hmm. and the person that's being blamed <laughs> yeah also examine themselves like yeah, okay agreed. am i doing my part right you know? so it's it's important yeah. Um, the next one, being blamed for not being considerate of your spouse's feelings. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about that? I'm yeah. glad you were considerate of how I feel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I've expressed this. Like, you know, there are times where it feels like you're not as considerate of my feelings as you could be. And mm-hmm. I know part of it is just because you're going at a million miles an hour it's like always i always like to say you're type a you're constantly moving your mind is constantly going and so it's not so much that you are it's not that you don't care about how i feel it's just you're so ready to move on to like the next thing that like my feelings sometimes get lost in the process and then there's a stereotype that you know men in general we're not supposed to express ourselves you know emotionally wise Mm -hmm. as much as women yeah which is false um, I think that's one of the reasons why we don't live as long, but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, yeah, just, just being considerate of the other's feelings, not being dismissive, because even if you think that them feeling like that is stupid, you, you don't want to make them feel stupid for feeling that way. Yeah. You know, that, that, that does damage. It really does. Like, I don't want to be made to feel small just because I feel some kind of way about this particular situation. Yeah, and, and realizing that, okay, we're married, but we're still individuals. You're going to mm-hmm. feel a certain way about certain things, and I might not have that same feeling and vice versa. Thanks. So, yeah, it's part of, like you said, respecting um, each other's feelings and being understanding yeah. Um, of yeah. why we feel that way right you know you might not necessarily agree mm-hmm. but um if you're in a relationship you're in a marriage it's important to consider that person because no one wants to be with someone that is not considerate of them right. it just it wouldn't make sense right um and i think some ways to really do that is you know i think we've talked about this on an episode before two maybe two episodes before about how marriage um really is giving you know sometimes of yourself yeah sacrificial for yeah sure. <laughs> most definitely you know and i think if if we're more aware of that and if we're really doing that mm-hmm. we will recognize not taking advantage of that other person um i'm not going to show you a certain emotion or feeling just to get what i want you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah but also yeah. me you know, being willing to sometimes put my feelings aside and consider your feelings and vice versa. For sure. Yeah. So the next one, uh, let's see, is being blamed um, for not um, appreciating. Yeah. Not appreciating the other person. I think that kind of goes um, hand in hand with, with not being considerate you know, mm-hmm. of another person's feelings. It, it does. It does. Like whenever you don't feel appreciated, it I mean, it affects you in a number of ways. Um, like when I don't feel appreciated by fee, I actually feel less motivated to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, that's, that's, um, that may not be the case for everybody. Cause you know, again, these, a lot of these affect us in different ways based on the fact that we're different, you know, personality wise. But for me personally, it's like, man, she don't appreciate what I'm doing. I thought I did something, but yeah. you know, yeah, it doesn't motivate me as much. Some people, that might motivate them to do more. And that could also be detrimental because maybe yeah. it's not the doing that needs to be changed, mm-hmm. you know. 
but, true. but yeah either way not being not feeling appreciated it may not mean that you're not appreciated but the fact that you don't feel it and it's not expressed that can be problematic and that's something for you know the person on the other side to consider yeah yeah another one that um came across was nitpicking so i think we've experienced that you've done it to me i've done it to you it's it's not fun at least it's not fun you know if you're the person being nitpicked <laughs> now you can probably get some kind of sick thrill out of it if you're doing the nitpicking i mean it just makes you feel better about yourself but yeah uh it's it's not good it really isn't so can can you give an example of time i've been nitpicking um because like okay to me my definition of nitpicking and your definition of nitpicking can be all right different so this is this is uh this is an example where it's clear that our definitions are different so i can probably count on one hand the number of times that i have missed the trash guys on mondays mm-hmm. it's been maybe two three times tops i'm thinking but for some reason fee feels the need to remind me every single sunday night or monday morning and i'm like I'm pretty good at this, <laughs> you know. I think my track record is pretty good. He's like, is this? But I feel like you know, the one time I'll miss it, she'd be like, "Oh, you should have did this. You should have. I told you to put it out the night before." But I'm, it just makes sense in my mind to put the trash out the night before, and then you don't have to worry about it. I get it, but I can count on one hand in 12 years mm-hmm. when I've missed. Okay. You know, I mean, it's just just that. I mean, for her, for her, she's she's helping. For me, she's nitpicking. Yeah, I'm just trying to remind you, know, you. Yeah, remind me of something that I actually don't forget. Okay. But I mean, it, you know, it, it, that's that's just the thing. Like nitpicking, it may not be nitpicking for the person who's doing it. It might just be they're trying to be helpful or something like that. Um, that's not always the case, but it's just something to consider. You know, yeah. that's why conversation and communication is really important. So being blamed for not being open um, or not honest. being honest. Yeah, that was another one we saw. Um, yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I think it's it's uh, it's relevant. Very. You know, because if someone is being open with you mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're not, you know, reciprocating it's it's really hard yeah. for that person because they feel like okay I'm giving all of myself I'm opening up I'm being honest I'm giving a hundred percent and you're holding back so yeah. there's some disparity <laughs> yeah. you know here you know there's you know it needs to be it needs to be fair um, if you know I think with this if you feel like hey I'm giving a hundred percent you know or I feel like I'm giving a hundred percent I'm doing everything I can to share how I'm feeling with you, what I may be going through. I mean, whatever the situation is, um, this probably can fit so many different realms. Yeah. Um, but maybe not opening up about your past. Um, maybe not opening up about, hey, you know, what's going on in the finances mm-hmm. or what's going on with the job. Yeah. It's it's important to, to open up and be honest with someone, yeah. especially in a marriage, because yeah, communication is key. That's what's going to help exactly. to build that relationship, to make it stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, that person is like, hey, you know, I, I know that you're going to be there for me. I'm going to be there for you. I'm not like out here 
blinded. Right. You know what I'm saying? I see everything. I know, you know, everything that's going on. I see everything that's going on. Some things that you might be dealing with. I don't feel like an outsider, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think in this, you know, sometimes um, we share things with other people. Mm-hmm. And those are probably things that, you know, we should share with our spouse. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I think it's important to make sure that that person um, or your spouse sees that you're making an effort mm-hmm. at least to be open with them because of course it things take time in any relationship growth takes time yeah um some people may be more open than the other person or better communicators or yeah better communicators Mm -hmm. than than your spouse Mm -hmm. um but as long as i see you making an effort to be more honest i don't feel like i'm being completely shut out yeah yeah. That that's important. If I see that you're making an effort, you you are trying to share more because, you know, in a marriage, you you're learning. You're constantly learning right. things about each other. There mm-hmm. may be some things that um, your spouse has suppressed over the that's years. True. You know, that's maybe true. from childhood. Mm-hmm. So it may be difficult for them to share some of those things with you. But it's important that you create that atmosphere that environment that you know communication to where they feel like okay you know what i can open up i can share these things with you and that's yeah that's different from a person just being secretive because right. they're trying to be secretive mm-hmm. you know um that's a no-no <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah yeah so. i mean I, it, a lot of times too like if you don't deal with those things that maybe you happened during childhood or if you suppress you know like uh, childhood trauma or whatever you'll start blaming but you don't really understand you know why mm-hmm. you're blaming the person for this yeah and you'll sling out like you know <laughs> some crazy accusations like I, I know one person you know chimed in on the facebook page and said they've been blamed for like um having another family like this is you know just say be, again like they've been blamed literally for having another family like on, on the mean? side or whatever like, oh oh wow yeah i mean it's and and i mean I don't believe it's true, but I mean, communication can really, if you don't communicate clearly or if you're not open and honest about your feelings or how the other person's feeling, stuff can get like kind of missed in translation mm-hmm. and you'll start thinking, well, they're up to this and they're up to that. I mean, that can get real problematic. Yeah. That sounds like a issue with, uh, with trust. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it does sound like Which that. Which brings sure. us to um, this last one, infidelity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being blamed. For being unfaithful, yes, which is definitely um, not a situation that you want to have. It's um, not your marriage in. Yeah, that no. never, uh, never something that you want to <laughs> see yourself going through. Um, and if you're not careful, you know, I, I don't, I don't put anything past myself. Like that's one of my biggest fears. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I'm real with myself, is even the possibility that I would be unfaithful to Felicia. That's, but I don't put it past myself. Yeah. I'm not so up high up in the spirit that I can't be tempted. And I have to keep, have to keep myself mindful of that kind of thing. You know, I'll, I'll never get to that point where it's totally impossible. Yeah. I think it's important for both the husband and the wife, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, to be, to be aware of that. Yeah. But going back to um, the situation, you know that you mentioned about the person being blamed for having another yeah another family possibly yeah. having another family mm-hmm. um 
that goes deeper um, to to trust issues. Maybe this person has had some experiences. The other person who's you know right. saying, okay, you have another family. Maybe they've had some experiences with infidelity in the mm-hmm. past, yeah, or certain things like that. So that's why I said, you know, it's always important to be open and to be honest. Yeah, um, and it's important to kind of fight to find out you know okay why do you feel what makes you think that i would do this this. that i would have Mm -hmm. another family on the side you know what i'm saying where are these ideas and perceptions where is is this coming from right kind of kind of get to the root of you know where that's coming from there's a reason for that and see with infidelity like it's easy to just you know blame it on because the most common thing I, i hear is you know particularly with men cheating on women is well you know he didn't he wasn't getting satisfied sexually or um actually I, I, I read an article where really that's the biggest issue really with both genders really yeah that's one of the main reasons why women cheat too is you know uh their sex life or sexual satisfaction of course you know up there along with it is like you know emotional connection mm-hmm. you know feeling that you're unloved um but uh the difference with you know the sex thing amongst the genders wasn't as big as i thought it's actually a really big deal with both genders so but yeah typically it's like you know oh well she wasn't satisfying his needs it's easy to play that blame game you mm-hmm. know but um so do you think women cheat to this probably could go into another topic women cheat to get love and men cheat to get sex I can't place that squarely on men or women. Yeah, I know. I, it you was know. a rhetorical question. Oh, what? But <laughs> I mean, you asked it. Yeah, you I'm just, it, it was just a thought. Yeah. Like I said, that could go into another another topic, um, yeah. another podcast. We could um, do that. Yeah. <laughs> y'all let us know if y'all want us to do a podcast specifically on that. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, so why do we blame yeah. Why do we play the blame game? Well, so I, I did some reading and studying. Um, some of the common reasons for, for blaming, um, first off, is this used as, as a defense mechanism. If I blame you for how I'm feeling in this moment mm-hmm. or for why I'm dealing with this issue, I don't have to take responsibility for the part that I probably played in it. So, okay. So you're projecting? It's projecting. Yeah. It, essentially, that's, that's one of the main reasons is, you know, I'm putting this guard up and pointing the finger at you so I don't have to worry about any kind of personal accountability or responsibility. Not always the case, but it is one of the reasons. Um, another is just kind of misunderstanding our own emotions, really. Um, if I don't understand why I'm feeling this way, then it's easy for me to just say, you know what? You made me feel this way. Yeah, okay. You know? Gotcha. Like if I'm upset at, at, at something and I don't completely understand why, it's easy for me to just say, well, something that you said or something that you did somehow or another caused me to get to that point you know um insecurity of course is is a big one and then that kind of ties in with you know the previous ones not knowing how to communicate what we need um that's another big one like yeah i have i have that problem i i think Mm -hmm. sometimes um i don't know how to express certain things to you and i i like how we have our little arguments and disagreements now because they'll last for probably like 35 45 minutes and by the end of the conversation we're laughing yeah because you're like okay why didn't you say this in the beginning right <laughs> because it's, it's difficult for me to express mm-hmm. or sometimes I, I don't know how to communicate what it is that is the real issue for me but they, so it, it sometimes like, it like a trying though okay <laughs> 
because not, not knowing how to communicate it right doesn't stop you from talking. I know but. it doesn't, but I'm saying what I'm saying is <laughs> that I blame. I'm trying. Go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So what I'm saying is that I blame you for certain things because, like, it could be a surface issue. It could. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I may blame you um, for hey you didn't do this or that you know what i'm mm. saying and then, then my issue deeper issue could be yeah. okay well i don't think you're really taking right serious your responsibilities within the home or right something like S- that something like that yeah yeah so they're they're deeper issues but i think what happens is we have a lot of like and i say we i mean I'm talking in general for marriages. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of arguments and disagreements about surface things, yeah. like things that we probably really don't need to be arguing or having disagreements about. Yep. Yeah. But but in reality, underneath the surface, yeah, there's a deeper issue that is like causing you to argue about silly stuff. Yeah, and know? so you got to like dig through those things, mm-hmm. like you're having these stupid petty arguments. Before you really get to the core of what the real issue is. Right. And, and, and the issue could be insecurity. It could be. You know, it could be that I feel like I'm not um, being um, listened listen to. Listened to or being heard. Or and, being heard. and see, like, uh, communicating, you know, the way you communicate something is just as important as, like, what you're trying to communicate. Like, for example, if you say to me, hey, uh, I feel like I'm not being heard, that comes across a lot differently than you don't listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, just that subtle, you know, switch from because when I hear you don't listen, oh, well, you're blaming me for something. But mm-hmm. when I hear, hey, I don't feel like I'm being heard, that changes or, or shifts like my response. Oh, well, what can I do about that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it, it's just that subtle shift. But yeah, those are some of the main reasons um, why we blame. And there, there are numerous other ones. I'm pretty sure uh, everybody listening can come up with different reasons. But um, those are some of the main ones that I saw based on the article that I read. And um, by the way, this article that I'm referencing, it's an article from Psychology Today, and it's called Five Ways Blaming Hurts Relationships. I, mm-hmm. I can put it in the show notes for everybody to read. It was really, really good. But yeah, they, so they gave like five examples or, or five ways that uh, blaming can hurt your relationship. Yeah. So the first one is chronic blaming is a form of emotional abuse. abuse. And yes. I was surprised. To read that, I feel bad because I feel like I'm a chronic <laughs> blamer. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do better. Yeah. Because I don't want to abuse you, neglect you, take you for granted, honey. Yeah, I mean, it, it's when I read it too, I thought that language is kind of strong. Like anytime you see the word abuse, it's it takes it up a notch, you I'm know, as far chronic. as right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I like what um, and it's it's a. Uh, psychologist named dr jordan and he basically said that like you chronically being blamed for an act that you actually didn't commit yeah it's like taking a verbal beating so mm-hmm. you know when you think of it that way it's like oh so when i tell you like you babe please don't forget to take the trash can to the front well, i mean am i abusing you i mean i'm just kidding <laughs> it's not i'm just pestering that that, that that's pestering but i mean if if I'm already feeling some kind of way about it, like there could be a part of me back in my and honestly, no, I, I won't. I won't say there could be. There is a part of me that is just like, you don't see me as reliable. Okay. And so it's like, 
Wow. Okay, if she's constantly reminding me about this, if she's constantly nitpicking this particular issue, even though I've tried to improve in it, there must be something like wrong with me as a person. And okay. so it's like, and again, this, this, this goes both ways because, you know, I, I know I've done this to you, but it's interesting to think of it in terms of like verbal or emotional abuse. That's, that's like constantly blaming somebody is like giving them a verbal beating. And it's not to say that you shouldn't go back to issues that are not being addressed. If, if you really feel that something needs to be addressed and you're bringing it up. Mm-hmm. And the other person is like ignoring you. Wow. That, that's a different situation. Gotcha. You know, I, I wouldn't call that. I'm not sure I would even call that, you know, nitpicking, especially if it's like a serious issue. Gotcha. It's one thing if it's like, you know, the I don't want to minimize housework. But I mean, it's one thing if, you know, your husband or your wife uh, misses the dishes or the kitchen here and there. It's another thing if they do nothing around the house and you've brought this issue to their attention and you're feeling overwhelmed and burdened. Gotcha. That's another thing. Okay. You know, so. I'm, I'm with you, honey. Yeah. So. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Thank you, baby. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. So that, that, that's really interesting, though. Um, I like how he puts he puts the emphasis on the blamee instead of the blamer. Mm-hmm. And he's he's talking about how, you know, the blamee can take responsibility as well. Because if the blame me doesn't communicate to the blamer, hey, this is how you're constantly blaming for this actually makes me feel. If they don't know it. They're going to keep doing it. Gotcha. You know, so it, it goes both ways. Um, so that's the first one. Uh, the second one was interesting, too. And I, I think I kind of touched on this a little bit. But the blame me, if they're subjected to like a regular diet of blaming, they may start believing that they're responsible for stuff that's either beyond their control or they had nothing to do with, you know. So this goes back to some of uh, what we talked about with like beneath the surface issues. Yeah. So like, say your feeling of insecurity, right? That's not something that I caused or mm-hmm. had anything to do with. Gotcha. But you know, you're constantly blaming me for for things that you see. It could start to make me feel like you know what, like maybe I'm the reason why she feels insecure, insecure. or okay. maybe I'm the reason why she. You start taking responsibility for stuff that you haven't that you had no control over. Yeah, exactly. I can see that. These are good. Okay, so the next one uh, says down the road, the guilty feelings that the blame me experiences eventually result in poor self-esteem. Here we start a vicious cycle as lower self-esteem leads to lower standards for what you are willing to tolerate and accept in your relationships. So this sounds like basically the uh, blamey becomes a punching bag. Right. Like they're just constantly taking, you know, the hits and not, like you said, expressing themselves and saying, okay, you know what? I'm feeling this way mm-hmm. or I believe this is wrong. The way you're treating me, you're not considering my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it affects like your other relationships. Like you start to tolerate more and more and more until like you literally can't stand up for yourself at all. Yeah. And I mean, I look, I, I've, I'm definitely not the greatest at standing up for myself or actually expressing how I feel um, openly and honestly as much as I should. I'm more the laid back you know, go along to get along. It's just a part of my personality. I'm working yeah. on it, but yeah, I've experienced that. And Fee has been big on me about standing up for myself more. So I, I give her credit for that. That's for sure. right. Stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the blame me can eventually just get to a point to where like you're literally, you know, throwing whatever cliche you want, punching bag, doormat, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. this can really go back to um, 
to childhood. It can. Um, you know, sometimes you feel <laughs> mm-hmm. like, okay, I need to continue the cycle because... You know, this is what I'm used to doing. Yeah. This is who I am. We taking on that blamey identity. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm the reason why bad things are happening. Mm-hmm. It's my fault. And maybe that's how you grew up. Yeah. You know, maybe you were blamed for a lot of things as a child. Or you were told just accept things the way that they are. You weren't. Right allowed to express yourself you were told you know to suppress those feelings this Mm -hmm. is the way it is this is the way it's going to be communication really wasn't uh, a big factor wasn't any two-way communication Mm -hmm. maybe um, when you were growing up so it's important to identify that and say you know what there's some issues here there's some things that I'm allowing to be done that shouldn't be regardless of if it resulted from childhood or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's also important for the blamer to recognize their bad behavior and say, okay, you know what? I really need to stop doing this and take some responsibility for some of these things that are happening. For sure, for sure. And and you actually kind of, you know, summed up the the fourth one because along with, you know, identifying issues that, you know, kind of stem from childhood, if we're not careful and we actually become parents ourselves, mm-hmm. we can actually project that onto our children. So a lot of times when we get really upset with kids mm-hmm. um, over stuff that they do, it could be something as simple as them spilling something or like wetting the bed or something like that. If we're not careful, we'll overly blame them for what they've done. But along with that, we'll actually blame them for our response or our reaction to it too. Yeah. Like you're the reason why I'm so upset. Wow. Like, you're the reason why I feel like this. Like, why Why is it that you constantly want to make me upset? Yeah. You, you've heard that kind of thing yeah. before. Like, and that could stem from childhood issues. And, like, if we're not careful, we're projecting on our kids. And it'll create this cycle. Cycle. This vicious yeah. cycle, like you said. Um, so, yeah, ultimately, like you pointed out, taking responsibility, I think, on both ends is important. It's not just... It's not just the blamer's responsibility to change things. It's also the blamee's responsibility, you know, to speak up and say, hey, enough is enough. I, I really need to get this off my chest. Um, I don't feel I don't feel comfortable being the one blamed all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only issue is that the fingers are just being pointed one way. Yeah. But really, they need to go both ways. Yeah. And try to avoid blaming. Yeah. All together. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And look at ways to, okay, how do we resolve this issue versus, you know what, this is your fault. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're the reason why this is happening. Yeah. You know, I told you. Right. But you didn't listen to me. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Who does that sound like? Nobody in this house, right? Yeah. So take responsibility uh-huh. and also it's important to take ownership. It is. Of your feelings. And I think, of course, this goes for the blamer and the blamee. It does. Um, you know, for the blamer, it's important to remember that you are in control of your emotions and your reactions and you have a choice. Yeah. You know, regarding how you respond right yeah it's, it's important to remember that mm-hmm. and it's definitely important to communicate yeah um we've definitely. said this a couple of times but communication 
with openness, with honesty, truly expressing, you know, how you're feeling, truly um, listening to that other person. That's a part Mm -hmm. of communication is also not just talking, but um, listening and just being able to, to share with your spouse, you know, this is how I'm feeling versus always pointing the finger and saying it's your fault you're the reason why this is happening and avoiding using the word me 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 or i you know use we you know (laughs) this is how we can resolve this issue right And, and i know that's tough to do but particularly in a marriage i think honestly it's appropriate because you know the bible speaks of marriage being to becoming you know one flesh so along with sharing in joy and in intimacy and sex and sharing money and sharing all these other things you also share responsibility for the problems yeah. um you don't just share the good you also share the bad so it's it's vitally important communicating is, is so important and if you're not good at it you know don't get discouraged um because i don't think any of us goes into marriage being a perfect communicator yeah you know, if, if anything, even if you think you have it down pat, when you get married, you learn you learn that you're probably not as good a communicator as you thought you were. You learn that you know what I am really jacked up. Yeah. You learn some things about yourself that, mm-hmm. like, okay, I did not know I was this mean. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but this rude, yeah. you know, until I got married. Right. And communication means I know how to not blame my husband or my wife for my uh, newly found meanness right yes yeah. that's right so. and ultimately you know this is this topic is really important because blaming really can damage your relationship and it can reduce the intimacy it can um, of mm. your marriage and you don't want that it's it's difficult to maintain a, a close relationship with someone that is constantly blaming you or someone feels like you know what i can never do anything right yeah so it's it's important but yeah this has been um really awesome just want to i guess challenge everyone to not (laughs) to try not to because we know it's it's gonna be difficult it's not something that you're gonna change overnight it's not something that we're gonna change overnight right um just really want to challenge you to try not to play the blame game yeah yeah because it really doesn't you know resolve anything i think sometimes it does more damage than it, it, it really than does. It does good it really does yeah, I, I, you I think might it, yeah. you might be able to point out hey you didn't do this or this didn't get done but ultimately it's you just it's just gonna be a cycle yeah well i i think a good bit of advice you know to consider when you're tempted to be the blamer is think about how God does us you know if if God looked at us and held over our heads everything wrong we've done constantly I mean right yeah enough said I mean (laughs) yeah so don't play the blame game with your spouse if you don't want yeah God to play the blame game with you but ultimately (laughs) God's not gonna do that but I'm just saying it's a good way to think about it it's a good way to think about it like man we wouldn't want him to we wouldn't want him to yeah of course God is not petty we're petty sometimes yes (laughs) but yeah yeah, so this has been really great 
talking about blame. Yeah. Blame Wayne. Oh boy. <laughs> that doesn't really rhyme, so that's not all that clever. Okay. But. See, you know what? You're wrong for that. I'm just saying. Um, you hurt my feelings. I just want to express that to you. That that really hurt me. Well, I blame you for feeling that way. No, I'm blaming okay, Whatever. You're so petty. <laughs> So anyway, thanks you guys. We really appreciate you for listening. Please um, subscribe, follow all yeah. those good things. Leave us a review, y'all. Um, if y'all have Apple phones, uh, leave us a review. I said Apple phones, iPhones. If y'all have iPhones, leave us a review um, on iTunes. Yeah, it'll help us, you know, be more easily found by others that are looking for the podcast. And they'll just kind of help boost our ratings and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Us, leave us a review take you like a minute or two tops yep and we do this because we like it we love it and we want more of it okay <laughs> i'm just kidding we'll go with that okay all right so thank you guys so much for listening sign out all right sign off y'all Thanks so much for listening to Marriage at Golgotha. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you. This is always phenomenal. It's always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Always fun. Yes, always fun. So, babe, tell them where they can check us out. Well, for starters, you can go to our site. Website is marriageatgolgotha.com. M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E-A-T-G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A dot com. That's probably the easiest way to listen. We have our podcast episodes page set up with a playlist, and you can go down the episodes however you want, listen in to each episode there. We're also set up on iTunes for our Apple users. For our Android users, we will not hold that against you. We are on Google Podcasts, and uh, for anybody, you can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. There are a few other podcasting platforms that we're on as well. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Follow us there. Like our Facebook page. On Instagram, our handle is M at G, that's M A T G underscore podcast. We have a lot of ways to get to us. We want to get it out there, not because we're looking to be famous, but because we really believe God's given us something to say, and we really just like the conversation. That's right. So please remember to keep it real, keep it live, keep Christ in your marriage. I was trying to grab my mind, but it was slipping. It was devil on me looking, devil on me lurking. Every time I did it, I would end up hurting. Thought it would be different, I'm a different person. How do I admit it? It was inadvertent. I know God is working Voices in my head, they won't leave me they alone me yeah. They tell me to give up, but I say I won't yeah. He's still living inside me, I can't play alone I can't play